Welcome back to Corey and Lowry, episode number 96, and we are back after a rainy and cloudy weekend in Charlotte. The sun has finally come out on this Tuesday. Sam Carter, how are you doing? New house, new life. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, we chilling. Um, pretty good Halloween weekend. Yeah. All right. Well, on the topic of Halloween, that's the topic of today's question. The question is... What across your childhood was your most memorable Halloween costume? A few years ago, um, me and all the kids around my age on my street, we all dressed up as like different holidays. And so I was a turkey. So that was a pretty good one. I'm going to say mine was, I remember when the year I got the most candy, I was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm. That's kind of what I remember the most. But I've had some good ones. Um, Thomas the Train Ooh. was a good one. Um, when I when I went just in the green, like, stretchy suit, that's pretty <laughs> memorable. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right, well, let's get back to our main topic of this podcast, which is sports, uh, by the way, if you don't know. Uh, but the World Series, delayed a game, but, uh, you know, exciting stuff, Phillies, you just clawed and scratched the way back. It was a surprising game on win, winning that in extra inning six to five. Uh, but the series is tied one to one, and game three will be tonight. Uh, Sam, any thoughts on the series? I think there's been a lot of interest that has been uh, down just because the two teams playing are universally hated. But uh, you know, any uh, any thoughts on the series? Um, I mean, really hope the Astros lose. Uh, I know we're not supposed to be biased, but uh, you know. Can't say I'm a Phillies fan either, though. So it's a lose lose. Yeah, it is a lose lose situation. You love to see it. Uh, but moving over to college football, uh, Clemson on by this week. Uh, but North Carolina gets a convincing second half and destroys Pitt by 18 points. Drake May, 34 for 44, 388 yards, five touchdowns. UNC will go at UVA next week, and Pitt will go against. Number 22, Syracuse. Uh, Sam, what did you see in this game? And uh, do you think the Tarleys have a chance to stand up to the Clemson Tigers? Um, definitely. Uh, that was one of the most difficult things for Clemson playing Wake was the pass um, and the pass defense. Um, I think that, you know, um, Drake May is a threat in the potential – ACC championship matchup between Carolina and Clemson. Um, so I think so. I think that is a very interesting matchup. I did not think I was going to get that uh, admission out of you, um, but you know, as you like, you know, like you say, you know, Carolina is a very pass heavy team. Um, working that Josh Downs Drake May combo, and uh, we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, Carolina, though, two games away from clinching a spot in the ACC championship, while Clemson needs only one more win to secure their place in the championship game. And now, uh, looking, you know, kind of across the country, uh, most surprising game of the week was Kansas State absolutely wiping the the absolute, just absolute, off of uh, Oklahoma State, forty-eight to nothing against the top ten team. Um, you know, totally knocks out OSU from any playoff contention. Sam, you know, what are the what is, what is the thinking here? Well, 
Um, I saw something. It said October was for pretenders, November's for contenders, um, which I thought was pretty good. Um, as we get into the later stretches of the season, it is so difficult to stay undefeated. Um, so, I mean, Oklahoma State's still a good team, just not, you know, maybe New Year's Six level. Yeah, and, I mean, TCU is the last undefeated left in the Big 12. And uh, the first college football playoff rankings come out tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, Sam, who do you think the top four should be, um, you know, given what has happened thus far in the season? Um, in order, please. prediction. I'm going to say Georgia 1, Tennessee 2, actually Ohio State 2, Tennessee 3, and then Michigan 4, and then Clemson 5. I mean, that's crazy that two divisions make up the entire college football playoff, but that's yeah. the way it is, and those teams, they have to play each other because, you know, two of those teams aren't going to make it to their respective – they're not even going to make it to their championship games, which is crazy to me. Right. But that's just kind of the nature. So I just think there's a lot of – it, it, even though there's those four teams that are undefeated at the top, they're going to have to play each other, and they're – I mean – Inevitably, two of those teams just can't be there, you know? I mean, I, I guess you could make the argument that Tennessee with one loss and not making it to the championship game could get in, but it's just a lot to unpack. Um, Sam, what did you see in as Ohio State ready for Penn State? How does that prove their validity as a top-two team? Um, I mean, they, they were able to kind of face that tough Penn State environment um, – and even though going into the fourth quarter it was a very close game, they still kind of ran away with it at the end. Um, I mean, you know, they kind of defeated this team by the third quarter. They're just uh, a lot deeper. Um, so, I mean, as an undefeated team, I think that uh, that they're top two. All right, well, uh, now we turn our attention to next week, and boy, oh boy, do we have some matchups to unpack here. Um, as already mentioned, North Carolina will take on Virginia in the South Oldest rivalry. Uh, UNC is favored by 7.5 in that game. Looking around the country, the obvious you know game of the week is Tennessee-Georgia. Uh, Tennessee is probably going to be ranked three, so it'll be a one-versus-three matchup. Both teams 8-0. Georgia favored pretty heavily here. Um, uh, the point margin is Georgia favor by eight and a half points. Uh, Sam, do you think Tennessee stands a chance in this game? I think that if they can catch Georgia's defense uh, off guard, then they will run away with this thing. If Georgia's defense plays a great game, then they'll win by a maybe less than the than the spread. Um, but Georgia is in a tough position here, I think. So is Tennessee, though. That's true. I mean, it all falls down um, in uh, and in Athens. I guess the game's at three thirty this week. Um, so definitely the game of the week. Uh, but a game that should not be slept on is Alabama going to LSU six verse fifteen. Um, Alabama ranks. I mean, excuse me, favored by two touchdowns. Sam, do you think the Tigers stand a chance in this matchup? I don't. I mean, is it in Baton Rouge? Yes. I mean, what what time is it? Seven. 
Okay, I feel like LSU will definitely pack the stands. Um, but still, I'm going to say Georgia or Alabama wins by 10 or more. And then uh, number four, Michigan will visit Rutgers. Not really any significance there. But the five team, those Clemson Tigers, uh, going to Notre Dame in a scary matchup, only favored by four points. You say, how could that be? Notre Dame's not ranked. But trust me, this Notre Dame team is serious. They were ranked, you know, what, five at the beginning of the season? Yeah. They have a lot of talent. Sam, analyze this uh, for our listeners. Um, I have not really watched much Notre Dame, um, so I can't really attest to them. But um, playing in uh, Notre Dame is a tough matchup regardless of who the team is. Um, I feel like, you know, this is sort of a blue blood in uh, college football. So it's it's never going to be easy. Yeah, I mean, I think that this is just the game, you know, a couple years ago, you know, when DJ first stepped in, you know, when Clemson was undefeated and they lost that game in overtime, mm-hmm. you know, that really shocked the system of the Clemson program. And not to say that they haven't been great. I mean, <coughs> excuse me, for the past, you know, decade, essentially, they have been, you know, a national contender. But they have had a dip and they're kind of on the, on the come up. Would you agree, Sam? Yeah. And, you know, they, this is their moment to prove themselves, to, to get over the hump and to prove that we are a team. You know, they proved themselves at home for Syracuse. You know, that was a definitely a tester game, but this is a unique animal. Playing at night in South Bend, it's a tough challenge for any team. Um, but this is a should be a good matchup. Uh, the ACC got a little ranked action uh, with Wake going to Raleigh, uh, a little 20 versus 21 matchup. Sam, what do you like in this one? Um, unfortunately for uh, my family, I have to say that Wake will win this game. Uh, my sister goes to NC State, um, and my whole family is going to that game. Half of my family's Wake fans, the other half State fans. So, but I have to go with Wake here. Um, Even after what happened last week, Wake. Yeah, no Devin Leary uh, for NC State makes it. I th- I honestly think State or Wake will run away with this. Hmm, interesting call there. Well, that is going to do it uh, for our college football section. Uh, be sure to tune in those rankings at 7 o'clock tonight. If somehow you find a way uh, to find time, you're scheduled to listen to our whole podcast before then. Uh, but I'm sure they're out by now, so just look them up. And now, let's turn our attention to the NFL and Sam. For the first time, me and you watched an entire NFL game together for probably the first time in years, uh, non-playoff. And we saw a thriller in Atlanta. I mean, that took 10 years off my life. I mean, 37, 34, I don't want to talk about it. DJ Moore takes his helmet off. <sighs> I mean. You can't blame it on him, man. I can. I think you can. He made the choice to take his helmet off. missing two chip shots. Okay, the first one was from 50 yards. 50 yards. College kickers make that. To win the game, though, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to talk about it. Christian made it. I'm not going to talk about it. We're talking about it right now. 
it, it's just a hurt. It's just a hurt. Um, yeah, you know. And now the Panthers, could, I mean, we might as well tank for the number one pick. But, you know, I could I could sense a back-to-back win to get back in this race here. Going to Cincy without Jamar Chase next week. Atlanta, they'll go uh, play the Chargers at home. They're 4-3. and three. The Steelers got crushed by the Eagles. But we saw some just uh, rowdy Eagles fans in that BW3, didn't we, Sam? We did. Yeah. I mean, they, they were aggressive. Um but interestingly enough, um, the Steelers did uh, trade Chase Claypool this past uh, afternoon. So, you know, the tank train is officially on in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, but interestingly enough, Philly goes to Houston, you know, World Series matchup. But in football, uh, the Eagles, by the way, are 7-0, and uh, about to hit that halfway mark, could be, still be undefeated. This is kind of incredible. All right, it's time for more sadness and the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, you know, went one and three this week, lost to the Knicks in overtime, lost to the Magic, and then got the great win in overtime against the Warriors. Me and Sam watched that game together, and then uh, losing to Sacramento last night. Um, yeah, this is, this is a rough week. You know, just a couple things didn't go our way in New York, and a couple things didn't go our way. Blowing a big lead against the Kings, that's tough. Um, this week, you're going to Chicago, going at Memphis, Brooklyn at home, Washington at home. Brooklyn's been struggling. Chicago's been all right. Memphis has been dominant. I'm, th- I'm thinking two and two. Sam, what, what's your prediction for this next week? Um, so let's see. You said Memphis, Chicago. Brooklyn and Washington. Okay. I think two and two, yeah, a loss, <clears throat> a loss to the Bulls. And then definitely a loss to Memphis. Um, I mean, the uh, the Brooklyn game is a toss up, um, but you know, for optimist reasons, I'll go two and two. Yeah, and uh, I want to highlight uh, PJ Washington had an incredible week, incredible game against the Warriors. I mean, that was just an awesome game. I will mm-hmm. say that you know, to come down, come back, win it in overtime, great stuff. And then team of the week, I'll highlight the Utah Jazz. You know, you, people think uh, this team is tanking this season. They're five and two. I mean, they're playing excellent basketball. Larry Marketing is blossoming into borderline all star. It's incredible. Um, and I really like what they're doing. Danny Ainge, just he's a magician, you know. And they they have a team on the court that's playing well. And player of the week around the league is definitely Luka Doncic. If you are not paying attention to what he's doing, pay attention because. He is on a tear of all tears. I mean, just looking at his, his stats right now. Hold on one second, please. Oh, please. Uh, you know, this season, you know, I mean, hold on. Okay, I got it. 36.7 points per game. Wow. On three turnovers, 10 rebounds, and nine assists. I mean – the guy is incredible. He's incredible. No more Jalen Brunson. The offense is running through him. And I think it's kind of – I don't want to say – I don't want to say this. I don't want to say this, but I'm going to. It's a little bit of like a Jordan situation. I'm not saying he's as good as Michael Jordan, but the offense is running exclusively through him. And the playoffs, they're going to be able to create a defense around that. Um, so I think that they need another – Peace if they want to win a championship. But Luka Doncic, oh my goodness. He's incredible. 
Not the most exciting player to watch. I'll give you that. He's definitely not, you know, typical ex excitement. He doesn't have any dunks or, you know, he's not very quick, but he gets the job done. You know, I would say modern day Larry Bird in terms of build and you know, style of play. All right. And now it's time to kick it over. Last segment. College basketball is back. Um, it's back this week, this Monday. The Tarnals are taking the floor. Um, in their preseason game, they went 101 to 40. Um, so you just take that. I'll be tracking the ranking all year this week. Number one, the record is 0 and 0. They didn't play any games this week. But next week, playing UNCW at home. And if you live in uh, the United States, you know, you probably got the day of school off because it's a national voting day. And uh, you can watch this game. It comes on at 9 p.m., though, so you can sleep in on Tuesday morning. Um, Sam, level of excitement surrounding this season, scale of 1 to 10. I mean, <clears throat> college basketball, to me, is the second-best sport behind, behind college football. Um, so, you know, when your team is the number one team, you're going to be excited. I'm going to say I'm a 9 out of 10. Okay, so what's missing? It hasn't started yet. Ooh. That was that <laughs> was, was good. Crazy. That was, was wise. Um, but, you know, playing UNC Wilmington, first game, a little in-state rivalry. Um, and if you know, if you live in North Carolina, you know those UNCW students do not like the heels. But thankfully, this game is in the – the, the Dome, Sweet Dome, the D, the Dean Dome, and Tornos had a long streak. I think they only lost two games in the Dean Dome last year. Um, but I do want to remind you, they're on a 17-4 and four run. Like last season, they ended the season with 17 wins and four losses in their last 21 games. So they have been excellent. Um, you know, looking at November, um, you're going to have a couple ranked games, I believe. Um, they should. Unless they've they've done something wrong if they if they don't have two ranked games, but uh, playing in the um, excuse me, why can't I think of the name? The Phil Knight Invitational. Excuse me. Uh, first round will be Portland. It looks like they could play Villanova and then like Alabama. So it could be three ranked games potentially as well. Uh, Big Ten Challenge going to Indiana on the thirtieth. I mean that game is going to be epic. I mean when I say epic, I mean epic. You know. That game is going to be crazy because I know Assembly Hall is just going to be rocking, and that could be like a top five matchup, I think, if Indiana plays well uh, this month. But lots of excitement. Um, Sam, right now, you know, you got the four returners Caleb Love, uh, RJ Davis, Leaky Black, Armando Baycott. Who is your favorite, and which one do you want to see make the biggest improvement this season? Um, I mean, obviously, I want Baycott to dominate again, but if I had to have one player improve, <clears throat> I'm going to say Leaky Black, just because, um, I feel like I've been waiting for him to be good for the past four years, and he's always just kind of been a role player, and wasn't really even great at that, but, um... I need I need him to be a better small forward. 
this season. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but I think he's there for the defense. He plays excellent defense. Yeah. I think he's got a chance to make an NBA roster with that defense. Um, but I want to pick R.J. Davis. You know, he's got to be the point guard for this team. Caleb Love has got to move into that two spot. Let R.J. be the point guard. He's got to distribute well. And I think this team, I mean, they're the best setup, but um, it's still a difficult road to a championship. Sam, any final thoughts on this uh, first Carolina game? Nope. Well, that is going to do it uh, for this episode of Corey and Larry. And hear from us next Tuesday.